The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. And thank you for listening to As Men United Podcast, a podcast for the man, not for the perfect man, but for the trying man. And I'm sure each man you hear on this podcast is a growing man, a man who doesn't have it figured out, but is still working every day. And we're going to do it together as men. Thank you for tapping into As Men United podcast, the podcast for the man, not for the perfect man, but for the trying man. My name is Annabelle and I am your host and I have my co-host today, Tito and Jeremy. Jeremy is a father of four and an entrepreneur and I've known this man since elementary school. And one of the things I admire about him the most is the ability to see the positive in every negative, no matter what. My boy Tito, he's someone I met in high school and we've been able to see each other grow through so many situations and even learn from each other as well. And that being said, guys, say what up. What's, What's up? going on? What's Happy going on? All right. So welcome. This is our Who and Why podcast episode. Um, basically, I want everybody to know what AMU is all about, why we're doing this podcast, and just to learn a little bit about us um, in, in each situation. So I'm going to start with Tito. Tito, what is your why for this podcast, bro? Yeah, you would start with me. Of course. You would. I think the the biggest thing to me is to explore, to gain interactions about topics that I may be uncomfortable with. And I feel like a lot of men are uncomfortable with topics. I feel like men just live a straight life, straight arrow that they've been influenced or seen what society has brought upon them to this is how a man's supposed to be. And I feel like it's okay to be soft. It's okay oh, to yeah. be vulnerable. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, man. That's that, and that's a good point because you know a lot of men think always got to be that macho, that alpha. Yeah, man. Sometimes that, can't that, let that no feelings out. Work. Yeah. Good, good. Jeremy, what's your why for this podcast, bro? Uh, I mean, for me, I, I'm gonna say it's putting the growth process out there. You know, um, from a young boy to an adult, as a man, you know, we go through a lot of changes, uh, many changes. Uh, that I don't really know if the women are familiar with or, mm-hmm. or aware of um but i definitely and I, i'm not sure if too many men have even gone through the process in it to its entirety um obviously we do have some grown men that are still boys right yep oh yeah but uh for me it's putting that growth process out there for other men for them to hear that story and some of those trials and tribulations and um you know the the, the end of the road success the the end of the tunnel you know, and just showing them that, you know, uh, there is a grind um, with that grind that is put in. Yep. You can definitely get to the end of the tunnel. And I think I think well, what you're saying is guiding, helping guiding. Even if even if mm-hmm. us three fellas yeah. right here are sitting here trying to figure out life. Yeah. And we still are. We could also help guide at the same time. Yeah. And that's one of the things I want to point out first. This this podcast that we have here is not to give anybody instructions. It's not to anybody you know, to give the advice that you have to follow. This is just stuff we're going through, stuff that we can relate to and how we feel, you know, and yeah. our perspective and things. And that, you know, I, my why, I wanted to create a, a platform, a platform for men where we could all get together and understand each other. And, you know, a lot of people go through things and they think they're the only ones going through it. So I want everybody to know that you're not alone. No matter what, you know, we go through relationships, we go through family issues, we go through work issues, financial issues. Yep. 
and nobody's perfect. And, you know, you could be 35, you could be 40, you could be 60, still trying to figure things out. But we're learning. So that was my why. You know, I want just that that platform for everybody. And it's just not just for men. It's for everybody to understand. Because I also want women to understand men. You know, in the same way, I want to give my point of view of how I understand women. Because I've been through so many so many things and made so many mistakes that I want to say, well, you know what? You should do this like this. It worked for me. So... That's why I want to do it. And that's all of us, all three of us. We got incredible answers to and these I, questions. And I know there's somebody out there that if we can touch one one person, you know, yeah. we did something right. Yeah, yeah. One person, we did something right. Especially young men. Yeah, because sometimes they don't get that guidance. No, nah, definitely. I think we've all been through that. But we wish we had that guidance and we didn't receive it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, even our fathers, our fathers were growing up as well. You know, they're learning how to do things too, so... Sometimes we got to take from their mistakes and kind of perfect it or, you know, make it better or not make that same mistake. And that's just how it goes. That's just the the evolving cycle. You know, not that they did anything wrong, but there's things that we also got to perfect as well. Yeah. And you guys got kids, so it's it's more to you than anything. Oh, yeah. You want you want to you want to give your kids the world and what you didn't receive from your parents. And that's no knock to any parents out there. Sometimes they can't provide or. Give that emotional love. And then it's your job when you do have kids. This is what I didn't receive. This is what I'm going to give now. Yeah. Oh you know? Yeah. And, there, and I feel like there's men out there too, man. There's men that need that to be inspired. For sure. You know? For sure. For and sure. like the reason why I want to inspire men, I want them to know that there's help out there. You know? Like there's men out there that are scared to be fathers. They're scared to step up to the plate and be a better man for their 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 spouse or their children so i want to be able to touch those and you know for them to listen to us for listen to our stories our imperfections and take it from there so but that being said jeremy what inspires you to reach out to other men the idea of uh like you said in the beginning uh just changing that one person's you know Light just mm-hmm. like hearing my words or or, or hearing my story, you know. Um, like I said, I, I can't imagine if I had someone that inspired me where my growth process would be at, you know, as far as growing into a man. Now, question for you Did you grow up with a father? I did not, uh, not for a period of time. I mean, my father was a, one of those fathers that was in and out. <clears throat> In and out. I, I, I'm not even going to say in and out. I'm going to say he was like never around. Um, you know, the times that I did see him, it would I would say it was, you know, four times in my life gotcha, gotcha. that I could recall. Gotcha. I, and I, I feel like that's a big reason. That alone is a big reason just to try to help other men and yeah. inspire other men. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. you have sons as well, so I yes. know you want to be the opposite and be there and do what you got to do and yeah. make them better men as well. Yes, that's that's the plan. Word. Fingers crossed, because, I mean, parents, you guys know. Nah, it's tough, man. Being a father is tough. It's a struggle, and especially girls. Mm-hmm. Tito, what inspires you to reach out to other men? I think the biggest thing for me is just being vulnerable, man. So sometimes I feel like I need to hear my own self to take notes and bring back my ego, because yeah. I feel like my ego gets in the way of a lot of things. My ego was taught to 
you got to be that man. You got to be the provider. You got to do all these things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's okay to be vulnerable and take a step back and be like, yo, I need some help. Yeah. Whether it's a friend, a spouse, your parents, it's okay. I and mean, I, I'm sorry, life challenges, man. Yo, they just make it so hard to be vulnerable. It's, it's so hard. It's so hard. And I think it's okay to be soft, open up, so you're not so dismissive. I think a lot of men are dismissive. But I think we're raised like that. And not even so much with our parents, society. Society mm. is what raises men to be that way. You know, not to show emotion, not to 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 cry. You know, don't be no bitch, don't be no punk. So I think society does that to to men in general. I, I, I totally agree. Yeah, yes, I man. totally you know? agree. I feel like being dismissive is like a, a coping mechanism so you're not hearing the real. Yeah. Because Sometimes it's okay to... To hear the real, because when you hear the real, it's only going to make you grow as a uh, human or a man mm-hmm. or and, a woman on that side, you and know? I f- and I feel like nobody wants wants to hear you complain, you know? No. As soon as you complain, you're like, oh, oh this guy's going to complain again. And, and, I, if- and I think that's one of the biggest <laughs> things you need to do is it's okay yeah. to complain to a certain extent. Let me get that. To a certain extent, it's okay to complain. And be vocal. Yeah. Be vo- yeah. And that's the thing. Nobody wants us to be vocal. Nobody wants a man to say how he feels in that moment. You know, we got to bottle it up. But when we bottle it up, bottle it up what happens? We explode. Uh, we, explode we explode. And then, then we're the, problems. We're the, we're the bad guys. Uh, the you, worst you, guys in the world. The you're guys. on negative 10. Yeah. You're not at square one. You're at negative 10. Exactly. You got to work your way up to a neg- uh, uh, square one. And it, it, it sucks. And it, it's taking me years. It's taking me years to realize that I have to speak on how I feel when I feel it. I mean, there's things that you got to kind of hold back. In certain situations, but nah, man, me, I, I'm gonna say I started speaking how I feel directly at like 27. It's been the best ever. Well, you see how long it took you? <laughs> yeah, it's yes, crazy. You see how long that. it took yeah. you? Yes. 27. <laughs> yes. You've been on this earth for 27 years, yes. and you've been holding back and not talking. It's <laughs> oh. crazy. But yeah, yes. you guys know I've been quiet. I always <laughs> been like the quiet person. guy, the shy guy. But now, man, I'd be at work. If I gotta say something, I say it. Yeah. I don't care who. With feelings or anything, you know, I'm not gonna disrespect anybody because I do. I give respect to get respect, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say what I want to say because I feel like if I hold back, then I'm being fake, and that's one thing I don't want to be. I don't want to be around fake people, and I don't want to be fake. So I, I just go for it. So you know, <laughs> what are they gonna do? You gotta right. go for it. I, I, that's what I respect about you, Jeremy, because you always. Sometimes I try to sugarcoat shit. But you you just keep it blunt with everybody. You can say you try sugarcoat stuff. Yeah, I be sugarcoating that. stuff. I sugarcoat <laughs> some stuff. Yeah, but I, I usually but, but he be stopping breathing and shit. Like, yep. <laughs> You'll see my face expression. Don't mean I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Don't mean I'm gonna say it. But I'm thinking it. He's definitely thinking it. <laughs> nah, nah, but nah. Jer- Jeremy's one of those dudes that he'll tell you straight up and he handled. But you know what? Not in a mean way either. By nah, the way, people. But, not in a mean way. It's always educational. I try, I try to be respectful. And, and oh, respectful. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I don't. I never seen you be like disrespectful. Yeah, no, or, I never. Or even when people are coming at you, you like real cool and calm, collective. Yeah, Dang, which is good. rare because yeah. Once again, vulnerability. Yeah. I say, Jamie, you do a good job. You don't even recognize it, but now that we're doing this podcast, I, I can see that you are vulnerable in certain situations. I've been. We partied so much. We've been around businesses. We we did it all. Mm-hmm. Yo, and I've seen when you you're vulnerable. The other day, I was like Tito. Is Jeremy mad at me, yo? I said he something. He did, he did, he I did. said something. I was like, you think he mad what I said? And Jeremy was like, and Tito was like, no, what do you mean? But, you know, I couldn't, I wasn't able to read it. He couldn't read you through Yeah, text. but I'm like, Jeremy don't ever get mad. I'm like, damn, maybe he got mad at me. So I just let it be. 
But then to come find out, I'm like, oh, I misunderstood what you had wrote. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. I was like, hey, let me stop. Yeah. See, that was me being emotional. Uh, and shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, no, definitely, man. This is one of those things that men have to speak out. Yeah. You know, speak on your feelings in your relationships. And that means relationship with your spouse, your parents, your family members, everywhere, friends, everywhere you go. You got to speak on what you, yeah, how you feel. Yeah, understand it's not alone. Just understand it's not alone. Yeah, definitely. Now... When did when do you feel you transition transition to that boy to man phase? Because you know that boy phase. You know, after that, I, I I feel like I was still a boy at eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Mid twenties, I think I I might have grew out of the mid twenties. Yeah, mid twenties. I, I, I feel like I'm still learning how to be a man. Oh, oh that's I, I feel old. like yeah. it's so hard. Yeah. Like I went through two yeah. phases where. I lived in Maine for quite a bit of time. Mm-hmm. I came back. I still was a boy. I was living in my twenties. I was living paycheck to paycheck, making good money, and I was living my. Then I moved in with my dad, and it was almost like a roommate situation where I didn't get that uh, from my dad. I love him to death. I didn't get that uh, strictness from him. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you pay the bills that I told you to have. That was it. So I did that. As long as I paid his, what bills he gave me and I could live here, I'm going to do that. And me and you, Jeremy, we chilled so many times. And I think my phase two was when I got with a grown-ass woman. I feel like I can't let her down. I got to save money. I can't be letting her know I live paycheck to paycheck. Um, I got to get my credit score up. Boom. Paid off all my debt. Boom. And then we got so deep in a relationship where we're going on two years I can't be living at my dad's, having her come over, hoping my dad goes to my mom's house so we can chill. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I feel like for you, I remember those days. Out, of, out of all of us, out of the crews, like, you didn't have no kids. Nope. So you don't, ha- you didn't have to grow up as fast. Like, you know, no no one was mad at you. Like, yep. Anything, I was like, damn, he lucky. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, he does whatever he wants. Yeah, he does what he, but he's working every day, doing yeah. what he got to do. Grinding. Good to his family, good to his friends, you know, good to his people. And he's a generous dude. So I feel like, you didn't have to grow up. No. I mean, you know, 21, I, ha- I had to try to grow up, try to be a man, try to be a father. And, and, and to me, that's crazy because that's from 21 to like 26, I think that's your fucking prime. Yeah, man. And then when you, I don't want to say lose it, but when you have a blessing of a child, all right, it's time to be a man. We mm-hmm. got to strap up. Let's go. Like overnight. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, in, in rea- and in reality, you're not a man. You're a boy. I'm st- I was still a boy, you know, like I keep saying, I was I was a baby raising a baby. But the transition was there to try to get to where I wanted to be, you know. And luckily, I had somebody that I was able to look up to, my father, and try to mimic him as a man. But then as you get older, you realize, man, he was also growing too, Mm -hmm. trying to be a man every day, trying to be a better man, a better father. So you still learn, you know, you see all these things, and the transition is crazy, man, because it takes years. And like Tito said, we're still trying to be learn how trying, to be man. man. You know? I don't think you're ever gonna perfect being a man. Yeah, my I trend? think the word is there, but you're not gonna perfect that. You're no, just, you're gonna learn every day. You're gonna learn something new every single day about being a man. Facts. I'm gonna um I'm gonna go with you on that two phase part uh, transitioning into a man. I, I yeah, right. Like I you know what I'm saying? Phases. It's like, a, it's like a two phase. I, I am still growing. Um, or and, and with the urge to grow at that, that's what's even more important now. And that's beautiful when you try when you you want to get over that. Um, right. My phase, I would say, it would be living as a single young adult. Um, and by that, so my when I, when when I was my senior year, my mom wanted to move um, to Virginia, um, where we were born, and uh, 
so me and my younger brother who wanted to stay here in Connecticut, we had the option to live on our own. So now I'm an 18 year old man, literally living on my own, um, well, I'm with my younger brother who's now who's 17, and you know, I became a parent what two years later. Yeah. That first, first of all, living on your own, you're not. It was just crazy. Um, that moved into uh, becoming a father at 20. Yeah. That's when my second phase and probably the most difficult phase yep. began. Um, having a child at 20. That's uh, tough. It's got to be tough, man. Tough, I couldn't only imagine. I lived to you guys' eyes with y'all kids. Tough. Yeah, it was it was wild. Having a child yeah. at 20, um, going to school. Uh, I, was, I was in college now at this point. Going to school. Um, you mentioned one time that you brought the baby to to class, oh, right? I, I brought the baby to class several times. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> that's real, though. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, that, it was uh, pretty interesting days. But it was cool. My professors were totally cool. They, uh, they probably you respected know, it. Uh, they allowed you know me to get up and go change my diapers and, or, or you know make my bottle or whatever. So it was cool. Um, so then I'm doing that, and I'm working three jobs at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I think that phase, going becoming a father for the first time, um, really, really showed me who I was, you know. Um, and and after that grind was over, this is the end result. Yeah, man, those type of adversities really change you, mm-hmm. you know, for the best, sometimes for the worst, but mostly for the best. And it just it makes you grow, you know, makes you evolve into to whoever you want to be and who you're supposed to be. And it's tough. But being a father, that's that's a transition. But I feel like I be I my transition to a man was through my mistakes as a boy. Yes. I mean, my I mistakes agree. in relationships, my mistakes as a father, as a son, as a friend, all the, all these mistakes I made, I was able to evolve and transition to a better man every day, you know? And um I think within each situation I was in, I was able to reflect, and that's a big thing you have to tr- you have to reflect on everything you do because if you don't reflect then you're not learning or you're not trying to learn mm-hmm. because that process is crazy. Reflection is key. And I would sit there and reflect on everything I do or, you know, or other people's actions towards me. Did I do that to them? Did I make them do that? Just to try to learn because I didn't want to keep making, making the same mistakes. Because at some, t- at some point, you got to get sick of your own bullshit. You know what <laughs> I mean? You got to be sick of your own bullshit. <laughs> yes. And it's crazy that you say that because I think reflection... So there's been times where I did crazy shit when I was in my 20s, and I'm still reflecting to this day. I'm like, yo, I did that? Mm-hmm. What is going on? What the, what was I thinking? There's some like, shit that makes me You know crazy. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what I think you're going to reflect. Even when we hit our 40s or 50s, <laughs> I'm like, I did that when I was 30. Yep. But then we, we're thinking, like, I did that when I was in my 20s and I'm 30. So it's just like, it's like hit or miss. You're still growing. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. You are going to still grow every every year. Every year, you're still going to grow. Yep. You ain't going to have it figured out, man. No, I don't think we're ever going to you know? figure it out. And listen, if I meet someone who thinks they have it figured out, I turn the other way. Because you can't tell me you have it all figured out unless you got it. That's true. You know and, what I mean? And that's you, true. You talking yeah. about like... Red flag. You talking about like woman standpoint or just an uh, individual any pers- standpoint? Any person. Yeah. Women, man, they, anybody. They, they did not figure it out themselves. Yeah. They thought they figured it out by a book. No. Yeah. Man, I agree. Every, every day, you got to learn. Every you day, there's learn, every man. situation that you could learn in, and you know, and I'm not just saying just relationships. I'm saying everywhere, work, relationships. You know, you could, bro. Listen, I'm the type of dude. A random person could come to me and give me some type of advice. I'm like, damn. 
Yeah, think about that. And reflect I reflect about on it. that. Like, yeah. was this message for me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I take advice from anybody because you go, you're going to listen, but what you do with that advice is on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. So, definitely, man. You're now, learning something new every day. Biggest inspiration as a man growing up? Biggest inspiration. For me, uh, I'm going to say it was my mother. And her mom, my grandma. Um, <laughs> and my grandma was a thug. Yeah, she was. She was cool <laughs> as hell, man. She was cool. Your mom cool as hell, too. Um, you know, and I, I assume that's where my mother got her grind from um, was her mom. Because I used to watch my mom raise five of us, you know, single mother of five children, just grind and grind. Whether that's, you know, doubles, back to back, whatever. Mm. Um you know, just to provide for her household, her single household. I told you my father wasn't around, so, you know, he, there was no child support or, or those things happening on, on that end. Um, and just watching that grind every single day was pretty cool. It was, it, was, it was pretty inspirational to see my mom get it no matter what. I once saw my mother. We locked ourselves out of the house. Um, and uh, we lived on the third floor at the time. Mm-hmm. And there were porches to this third floor. This is on the east side. This 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 is another traumatic experience. But but it was like <laughs> wow, like the the depths that my mother went to. Uh, I watched my mom climb up the porch, the outside porches, to get to the third floor. And when she got to the third floor, it it broke and she fell down on her back. Yeah, oh. yeah. She just sprained a leg though. That was it. Damn. Yeah. Thank goodness. But it was like what the heck, like. Gotta get it. I gotta get it. Yes. You know, it was cold too. I think that was the thing. It was yeah. cold, so she was trying to get us, her family, inside. Mother bear, you know that kind of thing. But it's but it's crazy because if you really think about that, the power of a single mother Ugh. is nuts. Oh, I, big time! I've I bet. seen so many single mothers, and I admire so many of them mm-hmm. because to do it alone, especially you know, and it doesn't matter boy raising a boy or a girl, they need they need fathers. You know, we need fathers, and. When I see that, it's like, damn, you're strong. Women are strong. Yeah, I'm a firm advocate of, yeah. uh, for single mothers. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, go you. So it's crazy, man. For me, man, three people I say that have inspired me growing up. I'm going to start with my father. I've been blessed to have my father, my mother, my grandmother. Um, you know, and God bless them. My, my, my mother and my father are still together to this day. Um, but my father, man, my father was a go-getter. My father was a hard worker. Um, you know, he knew how to be serious when he needed to be serious. He knew how to laugh when he needed to laugh. He was just an all-around great person. So just being able to, like, mimic him and see what he, what he's done throughout my life has been great. Not, say, not to say that I listen to everything he always said. Well, I shouldn't say that. I listen to everything he says. But when once I made all those mistakes that he said I was going to make, I went into that little book. And I was like, damn, flipping through the pages. Yeah, he told me this. I should have did this. I should have did that. So there's a lot of things that he taught me throughout life that that I was able to use later. You know, a lot of tools. Um, My mom, my mom, she's amazing. She has humbled me. And I, I always say this about my, my family. They keep me humble, keep me strong, keep me on my toes. Um, My mom, she's amazing. Keep me humble through life no matter what. Um, My grandma. God bless her soul. She passed away. Um, she's the one that, the inspiration. I mean, the I should say the spiritual side. She gave me the spiritual side of me. Um, taught me, you know, about God. Taught me how to pray. 
told me when to pray. So she kept me grounded as well, um, spiritually, and gave me so much love as well. So I was lucky. I was lucky, you know, and um, I feel blessed to have had all that. It shows too, by the way. Yeah, it definitely yeah. shows, man. Yeah, been man. around you the whole since elementary, man. It definitely shows, man. And your nah. parents was cool as hell. Nah, and yeah, I appreciate you, it. Jeremy, too. Mm-hmm. Your mom was dopest, and I met your grandmother. She was cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool, man, because you it, those kind of things don't really hit you until you become an adult. You don't really understand what are the people who are trying to teach us things, what they were doing, you know, until we become that adult, we become their age. At that time, or we start making mistakes, or so we don't get it until it's time. Yeah, yeah don't get us wrong. It's to a certain extent, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to go and guess what your parents are going to tell you because to me, the only way you're going to learn is through those mistakes. Big time. And then you can go to your parents and be like, boom, hey, yeah, you was right, but now I learned. Listen, man, I remember first time. My first daughter, she's um when her mom told me she was pregnant. I remember this. I'll never forget. I was working. She calls me, crying, say she's pregnant. I was like, I'll call you back. Because <laughs> I freaked out. I didn't know what to do. So two minutes later, I call her back. I'm like, yo, don't worry about it. I got this. We're going to get it done. Boom. But did you really? No, I didn't know. I was terrified. Bro, I was in, I was like in a... In, in La La Land, Twilight, Twilight you know, Zone. Yeah, man, I was in limbo, limbo for like limbo. hours, and I was working as a CNA, so I was doing patient care. I was in limbo, bro. People were talking to me. I didn't know what the heck they were saying, but I was just scared. But you know, I let her know it was cool. But the hardest part was telling my parents. I must have rehearsed how I was gonna tell them so many times. And mind you, I'm the only child, so I'm 21. Well, no, actually, I was 20 at the time. And so, I'm like, <laughs> so <laughs> I called them to the kitchen. I'm like, you know, damn, mom, they're looking at me smiling already. So I'm like, they probably already know what I'm about to say. I'm like, so she's pregnant. My dad started laughing. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he starts laughing. I'm like, what? Then silence. And he got serious. He said, listen, I got your back if you do things the right way. But if you don't, you on your own. I said. That's fire. That's pretty cool. That's fire. And yeah. I think I think that that, that <laughs> you're saying cool. that. I think most people don't get that those type of situations or opportunities, if I'm using the right word, like where their parents are on their side. I got you. Yeah. We're gonna do this. I'm a little disappointed in you. They're thinking this oh, in yeah, the head. Yeah, yeah. You but can I see it got in face. you. I'm not gonna let you fail. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not but, gonna let you fail. But I, I think it was like half excitement because I I was the only child, but also like, damn. He got so much to do and he hasn't accomplished it. How's he gonna do it? You know, but he told me straight up, I got your back, but do things the right way. But if not, you on your own. So that hit me like, I bet. I got I got I got I got support. So, you know, ever since that day, that was a whole new life, you know, a whole new style of being a man, which was great and a blessing. Definitely a blessing, man. Now, what type of man do you want to be remembered as? I'll take this one. This is a big key focus in my life. And I think since I moved up in management, so I got to see where I'm telling grown men what to do. I think the biggest thing for us men to learn is when giving advice, you take your own advice. Don't lecture somebody unless you 
you're gonna do you're gonna obey by mm. what you're saying. I think I think and that's big because sometimes I fall in the water where mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm gonna lecture somebody and I don't. How would I feel if somebody lectured me and I know damn well that they don't follow by them rules? And mm. I think for us men, we need to do that. We take your own advice. If you're gonna sit here and give the best advice in the world, take it. Yeah, definitely take it. And you know, and that's that's what this podcast is for. Yeah, you know, we're not gonna sit here and tell you stuff that we don't do or that we're not about. And I'm not gonna have people on this podcast talk about, you know, being a, the greatest man if they're not a good man. You Try your I mean? damnedest to you know, do it. Exactly. So no one wants to be a hypocrite. Yeah. No. You know what I mean. So that, that was well said. Well said, Jeremy. So you want to be remembered as as a man who takes his own advice. Yeah, man. Because I think you, in most people's eyes, and at the end of the day, hopefully you see it. You you fake. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, if you're gonna give somebody advice, make sure you take that shit. Don't sit here and give therapy sessions or lecture somebody or tell somebody how to do something unless you did that. Yeah, do it. I can't sit there and listen yeah. to nobody knowing they bullshitting me. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I, I find you that see it so, on my face. Like, I, I it, it sucks. Because I know there's been situations, you and you, where you, I know damn well you ain't take this damn advice your own self, but you're going to sit here and mm-hmm. lecture mm-hmm. just because you're in power. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think like yeah, a lot yeah. of people that are empowered, they don't take their own advice. Oh, yeah. They abuse the privilege of being empowered. You Delegators. Know people who yeah, have to delegate exactly. shit. I yes. mean, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, listen, this is how you lose weight. And I ain't losing weight. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm playing myself. So, nah, so I feel you. Yeah, I, man, I that's me. That's you. that's one of the biggest things. And I'm learning it myself. Because when I'm going to preach or give somebody a lecture, I'm taking that shit myself. Mm-hmm. You got to. I can't just sit here and say such and such and such and then not do it. That, that, that make no sense to me. You know, and I've noticed by myself, like, when I need advice, I go to that person who's been through whatever I've been through, you know, or whatever advice I need in that in that time, in that moment, I go to that person I know who's been through it, you know, I and mean, I think that happens to me, too. A lot of people come to me, like, you know, about situations, because they know I've been there, done that, so I'm able to speak on it and kind of explain my, my view, my situation, and they can take it from there. I, and I think we do a good job. Like, as boys, we got a group of five of us. And I think we come to each other. And we know we, we call each other out all day. Oh, yeah. We we call each other out all day. I think we come to each other when we want advice, whether it's going to be bad information yeah. or good information. Honestly, that keeps me on my toes, it, uh, us calling each other out. That's kind of what, you know, keeps I'm not, me like, oh, okay. I'm not going to mm-hmm. tell you what you so want to hear, even when you're wrong. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm right. saying? <laughs> I'm going to be like, yo, you're wrong, bro. That's not That make no sense. Yeah. And, I, and I think more people need that, especially men. You know what I mean? Men, Some men want everything to be sugar-coated and nah, man. just to you know, hear, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's okay. And then they go off that, like, okay, that's okay. Now, I'm going to take advantage of you because you said it's okay. And and that's a step in life of being a, becoming a man. It's being true to your boys. Like don't sugarcoat shit. Just tell them how you feel. Hey, you 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 don't agree with the situation that you put yourself in. Hey, you were wrong. Whether it was with family, spouse, etc. You say, hey, you were wrong in this type of situation. This is something I don't agree. It's cool. Now it's him that needs to take it. And if he can't take it. It's like even doing this podcast. Yep. 
I've been, you know, like every time I record something or do something or I write something down, I'm sending it to them because I want I want their feedback because I know yeah. they're not going to be like, then oh, I tell you oh, how that's it cool. is. They're going to say like, nah, that's nah. not working. That's not going to work. And I and I take that advice because I know they're being real with me and genuine, and that's what we all need. Yeah, all day, man, all day. Jeremy, who do you want to be remembered as? Um. <clears throat> I mean, I'm a real simple guy. I just like solutions. That's it. So, I mean, I guess if someone had to remember me, I want to be remembered as a guy that just found a solution, just no matter what it is. Um, you know, whether the, whether the will or the way. So, Tito's time. Call him out. Call him out. I'm about to say, I have a solution. What is this? I call him out all day. I've been growing up with this kid my whole Please life. Do. We had disputes. We had fights. And we always come back together. Call me Definitely, out. man. Listen, Jeremy is a boss. He has a boss mentality. All day, man. All right. He has a boss mentality. So that being said, Jeremy, I want I want another answer. Give me another answer. What what type of man do you want to be remembered as? We ain't talking about no damn solutions, man. I want to be remembered as a man that gets things done. That gets things done one way or another. That that is the man I am. Um, no matter what, uh. No matter what, I'm I'm getting it done. That's Boy. what when, when you think of Jeremy, you think, man, it was impossible when somehow he did that. And, and you're totally right because when we, we will drop back, we reverse this bitch to 20 minutes ago. Inspirations. Mm-hmm. I got plenty of inspirations, and my friends are one of the biggest ones. And I think you guys got kids. I think they're. Your kids' friends are going to be the biggest inspirations. You might not want to hear this more than you guys. I love my parents to death, but you guys were the biggest inspirations for me to become a man, trying to become a man. And it's funny you say that because um, I grew up always like my dad teaching me, you know, friends are not important. They're the friends biggest thing in the world, man. But what he was really teaching me was how to pick my friends. Mm. So I think it's important to try to keep people who are real around you, people that you can count on, and you. Not everybody's your friend. No, you know? not everybody no. is your your boy. Not everybody's your brother, your sister. Not everybody's someone that you can confide with. So no. picking the right people to stay around you and to be around is essential. Yeah, if I had to, if I had to back that up to my mom, outside of my mother, and my you grandma, you see how I make them think a little bit. And absolutely, an inspiring friend. Um, yeah, you guys definitely motivate me. Have inspired me to reach new heights. So y'all know that though already. Yeah, because we we've been through so much, all of us. Whether it was me and you, and me and Annabelle, me and Jazelle, me and Eddie, we all mm-hmm. learn from each other. And I think the that was so key in my life, from. 20 to 30. Yeah, man. There's been situations that I'm down. That's one of them picking me up. You know, situations that, man, I remember calling Jeremy. Like, Jeremy, I'm going through this, this and that. What do I do? Bro, keep your head up. Stay strong. And he'll tell me exactly what to do. And then two weeks later, I'm like, damn, that was some good advice. Word. Yep. Yep. You know, that goes back to me saying that you go to people that you know is going to give you the right advice because they've been there, done that, and they understand what you're going through. And that's so important. It, but if you can't, you have to learn how to. Oh, yeah. You got to learn how to get bad criticism. It's okay. It's 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 okay when somebody calls you out on your own shit. Yep. Because that's going to make you better at the end of the day because you're going to learn like, oh, 
he felt this type of way, and that's my best friend, I am doing something wrong. Some it's people okay. don't like that, though. Some people hate that. Some people hate to know the truth. They know the truth. They don't want to hear the truth because they want to hear something else, and they hate it. But then you're never going to learn, man. And we're exactly. here to make everybody learn. Open your mindset of embracing who you are, man. It's not how many times you fall. It's how many times you get back up. Yeah, man. Right. Right. Now, the type of man I want to be remembered as is just somebody who kept it real. Somebody who was anybody could count on. You know, I want to be remembered as a good father, a good son, a good friend, a good all-around type of man, and just a man that was able to able to grow, you know, and and everybody can see that growth and respect that growth. You know, I don't I don't need to to be popular. I don't need to be cool cuz I feel like I've always paved my own way and who I am, who I want to be, and I, I'm not a follower. But I just want to be remembered as me and who I always want to be and who I always try to be. Just a genuine-ass person. Yeah, I like that's that. It. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Genuine, man. Genuine, genuine is hard to come by. This, thing, man. These days. That's it, man. Real commodity. Now, if I was to ask you, if I was to say, Jeremy, who are you really? Can you answer that? I'm just this. I, I am this loving guy who wants to see the best in every single human being, but I'm also conscious that every single human being doesn't want the best for me. So mm. that's who I am. I'm that's, I'm that's, I am that's I'm woke. Right there. I'm I'm, yeah, I'm okay. awake. I'm, there you go. That's who I am. I want to spread love, but I have to retain it for the special people. I like that. I like that. Yeah, this ain't no scripts. Like yeah, and, and we talking from the heart. And I and I and I asked that question. And I and I ask you, can you answer that? Because that's a hard question to ask and to answer. So difficult, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was me being vulnerable. I like that. I like it's that. okay, man. He's opening up. He's opening up. <laughs> Tito, same question for you, man. What type of man do you think you really are, or who do you think you really are? Honestly, man, this was like when you sent this. These uh, individual questions to us, and I look back at it, and I'm I'm talking to my girl, and I'm like, I honestly don't know. I just know that I'm a caring man. I'm I got everybody's back, but it's like I am still learning. I'm 34 years old. And I'm still learning to this day what type of man I am. Yeah, and I don't know what I'm gonna become, but I'm gonna be do my damnedest to be the friend, to be the man. And be the son for my family, my girlfriend, and my boys. That's that's a hard question. I think nah, we all struggle at that. It's I, tough. I think it's it's a tough one. It's tough, man. And if honestly, you, if yo, you know the answer, people, shout us out. We're here. We'll talk to you. We'll have you on the podcast. Let us know, man, so we can learn from this because we're still learning as we speak. And even when I was writing this stuff, I'm like, I left it blank. I didn't. I didn't even write anything. Hard, I didn't really write no hard. notes. So I didn't. I just said, you know what? I'm just gonna speak from the heart. But I don't know who I am. Sometimes, and there's other times I know who I am, and I say, and I'll explain it. I feel I know who I am when my daughters are with me. When I'm being a father, is gives me identity. I feel like I'm comfortable because I know how to be a father. I'm not a perfect father, but I know how to do it, and I know how to be present for my daughters. So when you're by yourself, 
when I'm by you myself. Lose that sensibility of it's like who, I lose that. Who, who am I? What am yeah, I doing? Yeah. What's my purpose? And it wasn't until like you know a few years, you few years ago that I was like, yo, what's my purpose in life? Like, what am I here for? And you know, and that's when I started thinking about like, damn, I want to help other men. You know, I want to start a podcast. I want to, I want men to understand each other, and just let's talk about it. You know. So I was like, maybe I could create a purpose through that. And it's something that I'm passionate about, you know, and I enjoy. And ever since starting this podcast, I'm like, I enjoy it, you know. Uh, it's something about this group of men that you have surrounded yourself around, have chose to um, surround yourself around. And um, it, going back into that genuine thing, mm-hmm. kind of like what we have going on, it, uh, it's a beautiful purpose for you. It's something you 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 have affiliated yourself with something that's rare. Yeah, like what we have is something that's rare that a lot of circles can't can't talk about. Yeah, you know. And then you, and we always get that like, damn, you guys still hang out together? You guys are still they friends? Shocked. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is normal to us. We normalize yeah. this shit. Yeah, it's okay. We through, got friends, but thick and thin. It's 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 a tough one. Yeah, no, nah, it's hard, man. But like I said, it's like I feel I feel like I have identity when I have my kids with me. You know. um, and not to say that, you know, being in a relationship doesn't give me purpose and doesn't give me identity. You know, being in a relationship is a plus. But as a man, as an individual, it's tough to be like, who am I? You know what I mean? More, I'm more of a who do I want to be? Who am I working to be? Who am I, you know, in two years? Who am I going to be in two years? I want to be a better me than I am today. Yeah. So I just work, man. Every day is a work. Every day when I wake up, sometimes we wake up miserable. Like, damn, we got to go to work. Mm-hmm. So you got to, like, talk to yourself. Bro, I'm, I talk to myself all day. And this is, like, single. I'm, I'm, I've been an only child for years. So I've been the only child. So I always talk to myself. But going back to, <laughs> <laughs> going back to reflection, man, I'm a big believer in that. And just thinking and just thinking and talking to yourself and kind of, like, like, how we do. We talk to each other when we have issues. And sometimes I find an answer in a conversation. And what I'm saying. So I got to listen to what I'm saying. I'm like, damn, I just answered my own question. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm listening to you and I'm I'm just thinking in my big ass head. But what you're saying is individually, we need to learn how to be. How can I say this? Sorry, pause. Um, How to be, how to have structure when you don't have, help me out. So how how to have structure when you don't have your children in in the house. Like my, my, my purpose to me, like I'm with my, my, my my wife, she's my structure. Mm -hmm. I go to work, I see her. Boom, that's what it is. And then once she's out the house, but she's going out with her friends, going out with her family, I don't, I'd be lost sometimes. I don't know how y'all feel. Yeah, I mean, I'd be lost. And you yeah. guys got kids, so it got to be. You got to feel the same way. So I'll put it like this. I do not like to rely on anyone's um, comfort. I learned a long time ago that I need to be comfortable by myself. Yeah. You know, like, and my girl knows I like to be alone. I like, I like my alone time. It could be... Yo, sometimes I take three or four showers a day, and it's not because I <laughs> stay normal or anything, but, yep. but it's just my comfort. Like, uh, I need I need some time to decompress. Like, let me go take a hot shower and just think. You know, even even listen to music. But I like to be in my own zone in my comfort, because if I could do that, 
it, I could, it helps me figure out a lot of things, a lot of things that I, I think about, a lot of situations that I think about, a lot of my mistakes that I'm making. And there's times that I've been able to like just sit there and be like, damn, why did I do this? I should have did this instead. So I'm, I'm able to check myself. Yeah. So to me, it works for me. It I, works for me. I, I, I truly believe like, like even when like I have days off, like if I don't have structure in my life, I feel so uncomfortable, man. And I can't figure out how to defeat that. I feel like I need structure no matter what. I need to have a plan. And I think the biggest thing is when you're not comfortable and you're uncomfortable, it's it's brutal on you. It can make you get in depression modes where it's not fun, man. So I'll tell you one thing I learned. There's days that you don't want to do shit. And you feel weird about it sometimes. See? I do. I used to feel like that. But I told myself a long time ago, you know what? Today I'm going to feel bad for myself. I'm just going to be sad. I'm going to watch Netflix. <laughs> I'm going to eat some cereal or whatever. You know, whatever. I'm going to be comfortable with myself. Yeah. Tomorrow, I'm going to restart. I'm going to be a new man. Get back to it. Because we need that, bro. How do you, how do you that. find that, though? Just how do you find it? I shut everything else out. I'm good at shutting everything Man, else out. I could have every email done with work. I could have my girl, the most happiest woman of her lifetime. I could have my parents happy. And when I'm at my alone time, maybe it's me not feeling comfortable alone because I'm always doing something with mm -hmm. doing something or doing things for other people where I don't know what it feels like to be alone. See, but that's the thing. I'm the same way. Yeah. I got my daughters, I got sports. You know, we work. I, I got a family. You feel like at something's home. missing. I got when my stepdaughters. You. you feel like you're doing something wrong almost. Yeah. So I don't know if you feel that, Jeremy. Do what you? I, I feel like I deserve that that time to just do whatever or just. I don't. I don't even know that what that that word means. Deserve. I get it. What it means, but mm -hmm. I, to myself, I don't. Do you, Jeremy? I always found a place when my structure slips from under my feet. So it's like diminished so, when yeah. it's not there. I just learned to restart, man. It's like a diet. Like I said, like we said, you're still learning as a yeah, man, and it. I'm still learning in that, in that, that frame. Definitely, man. It's a learning process, man. No matter if you're a woman, man, alien, it's a learning process to be a better you tomorrow. Becoming a better person shouldn't involve change; it should involve growth. Thank you for listening to Asman United Podcast, a podcast for the man, not for the perfect man. But for the trying man. And follow us at Asmin United on TikTok and Instagram. And leave some feedback, no matter good or bad. That way we can keep growing as a community. Thank you.